right, welcome back to the podcast. So, this week has been a lot more productive, I guess, in in a sense of producing content for social media. Uh, I was listening to the Traffic Secrets book on Audible by Russell Brunson, uh, currently reading the other one as well. Well, that's on hold at the minute. As I've got a new book for Christmas by Robert Kiyosaki, Financial IQ. I'll talk about that shortly. But one of the things that come up in the Traffic Secrets was building your Dream 100. Not sure if I mentioned it last week. Honestly, my memory is awful. So if I do repeat myself, I do apologise. <laughs> it's not intentional. I just literally forget what I talk about. Um, obviously, just journaling what, what's been happening and documenting my journey. So I do apologise if I do repeat myself. But yeah, in the book Traffic Secrets, Russell Brunson goes on to say about building your dream 100. And he then goes on about how much time people spend consuming on social media. And I must admit, I would I was... Oh, I was aware of how much time I was spending on there. Uh, I had looked at my uh, time previously. So if you're if you're wondering how much time you do spend on Facebook, just go on to the Facebook app now uh, while you remember. So once you get into your home screen, uh, just click on the three lines at the top. See, I'm on Android. It might be different with iPhones. Um, yeah, so click on the three lines at the top. Scroll down to settings and privacy. Uh, do the drop down menu. So, little drop down menu up here, and just click on the your time on Facebook. So, in the book Traffic Secrets, Russell says to spend sort of fifteen to thirty minutes a day maximum. But considering how much time I was spending on there consuming originally, um, it used to be. I'm sure when I looked at it before, it was like three hours a day. You know what? It might have even been more, uh, but I know it was a lot. So now my average time, average last week was 52 minutes. So obviously going from sort of three hours a day, uh, which it was probably more, down to 52 um, is quite a big achievement. And the, the way I've done it is by unfollowing everybody on Facebook. So at one point, once when I'd done it, my newsfeed was completely empty. Uh, so you'd refresh your newsfeed and it like, had a little spanner saying something went wrong. Then once you've done that, you can, you can go in and you can just follow the people that inspire you, motivate you that you can see yourself working with within the next sort of, or that you would want to see yourself working alongside. Um, and that's what Russell Brunson calls his dream 100. And then he sees where they're posting, where people are hanging out in that that niche as such. So if it's a, if you want to talk about debt, he would then go and look at where people talk about debt hangouts. So there might be a forum or a Facebook group and he would just add value into that group. Oh, excuse me, got indigestion. So yeah, he would just add value into that Facebook group. He would comment on posts. He would 
he wouldn't just go in and he said, he said, don't just go in and spam the group with links to your website and anything like that. Just purely provide um, value and then people see that you're commenting, see that you're, you know, your stuff on that genre and on that subject. And generally they're going to check out your Facebook, which then leads to your website. That was kind of the, the, the gist of it. But, but considering now, well, since I've done the clearing my Facebook feed, unfollowing everyone, I've literally got like eight, nine people that I follow at the minute. So I'm still building that Dream 100. So at the minute, I've got Jason Greystone, Russell Brunson, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, who's the big one? Um, big deck guy. The name will come to me in a minute. So yeah, Tony Robbins. Um, I can see his name right. Oh, it's right on the tip of the tongue. Right, Dave Ramsey. That's it. I was just about to get open up my Facebook and have a look. Yeah, so I've got Dave Ramsey on there. Um, like Martin Lewis. It's got uh, just the people that inspire me and that I could see myself becoming as such. Um. I've got Brock, Brock uh, Cardone on there, but to be honest, I'm not particularly, um, not particularly interested in his content. He tends to push too many sales too often, so I will probably be unfollowing him. There is a guy local to me that I've messaged actually. His name's John Penberthy. Uh, not not sure if that's the right. Um, pronunciation but he literally lives in the same city as me so I messaged him on Instagram having yet received a reply but he was featured in Forbes not that long ago he if I just if I just scroll down I've just opened up his Facebook I think it's his Instagram so let me just get up his Instagram I'll read his his bio John there we go so he's followed by 16.9k people. Since he's an entrepreneur, he's generated over 10 million pounds of online sales, built an email list of over 300k. Um, he teaches, uh, says, I teach how to get more clients online. Founder at adclients.com. Um, and then it's got his featured at Forbes um, link. So when you click on that, says how this entrepreneur earns six figures a month without trading time for money it's been liked by the by likes of john lee official russell brunson um a few other big names but yeah i was quite surprised when i saw the photo of um a guy standing in front of the canterbury towers and seeing on his profile the forbes picture so yeah i've sent him a message on instagram and facebook um about possibly meeting up for a coffee have a chat see see sort of like how he done it basically see what sort of steps he he took but if you don't ask you don't get so that's the idea uh, if i just find the message scroll down here we are Hey, just seen your Canterbury photo. It was surprised to see someone so local. It says, I live in Herne Bay. I started my journey to financial freedom around a year ago. Would love to meet up for a coffee and a chat. Um, 
and hopefully be able to get some insights to how you got to where you are. Uh, it doesn't say it's been read, but we will wait and see whether the, the message on Instagram went through. No message on uh, Facebook, rather. Facebook message is still unread as well. So I will await a reply. Um, won't won't spam him with messages, but it would be nice to meet someone local, especially someone who's got to where I want to be, and try and get some insights. Really, I think in the book, one of the books I read, um, I think it might have been Entrepreneur Revolution, Daniel Priestley. It might have even been Key Person of Influence. He says about just randomly meeting. Like going for a coffee with someone, buying a coffee, buying a stranger a coffee, and having a chat. It's as far as networking goes. It, you meet so many different people doing it that way. Not that I've implemented this as yet, um, but later on, it's probably something that I'd do. Just randomly invite anyone to a coffee um, for a chat. The people that are just walking the streets these days, you just don't know who they are. Uh, it'd be good to get to know other people, network with other people, and get different contacts. So yeah, that was the that was that really. So that was that all come about from unfollowing people on on Facebook and um, following uh, people with similar interests. Um. Other than that, it's been a very nice Christmas. Uh, obviously, New Year in a few days' time, New Year's Eve tomorrow. The book that I received for Christmas was uh, Financial IQ by Robert Kiyosaki. I'm about halfway through, and from what I gather from the book, he obviously his main his main thing is real estate. And using the leverage of the real estate to um, a cash flow, but really, from what I see, he's very against like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and um, diversified port portfolios. Such, excuse me, my throat's a bit dry. Yeah, so about halfway through. Um, Obviously, increasing financial IQ, the idea is to earn as much money as you can and obviously keep as much money as you can. So he says having a high financial IQ um, basically means to protect as much money as you possibly can. So if you're earning 100k and you're paying out sort of 50% um, on taxes and someone else is earning 100k and they're they're only paying 10% on taxes, then the person paying 10% has a higher financial IQ than the guy paying um, 50%. So, yeah, interesting book. It's nice to see, it's nice to read lots of different people's um, takes and opinions. Obviously, he's done very well for himself, but the idea is to learn from multiple different people and not take one person strategy and just to stick with that at the minute i'm really enjoying obviously the passive investing um 
obviously there's no financial IQ or financial intelligence really needed there. Very, very basic and simple. Um, don't have to think about anything. Uh, so with obviously with my Vanguard, it just, the payment just goes out every month. And the way I look at that, it's not for capital gains, as uh, Robert Kiyosaki would say. Um, obviously, it, it obviously you would like that to uh, appreciate over time. But for me, it's more of a I, I'm treating it like a savings account as such. I could have that money sitting in my bank, like just in my standard bank account. But then I think that's not generating any returns whatsoever or very little probably you might get sort of 0.2 percent on it something ridiculous whereas with it being invested chances are the stock market on average been uh, average between seven to ten percent a year so obviously I, my take on it is obviously stick stick money in there every month and have a seven to ten percent return on that rather than it sort of just um, doing nothing in my bank. So we'll just have a look at my Vanguard account. Obviously it doesn't matter which way it's going at the minute. Um, I'm in it for the long term. So whether it's up or down, not really bothered. But I've just logged in um, as 1,205.32p, uh, just scroll down with a personal rate of return of 7.26%. So if I just go on view performance and scroll down slightly, uh, oh no, up. So since the account's opened, I've contributed to, uh, uh, contributed 1140 with a return of 65 pounds uh, when was the account opened this particular account was opened on the 24th of September obviously before that I was using uh, the plum app which was it was okay but I find I found that when you invested the money there was a kind of a, a no man's land. Once your money had gone, one minute it was there, then it was sort of like in the middle of no man's land. It wasn't in the investment. It wasn't in your account. It was sort of just hanging in midair. So yeah, um, it was okay. But if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. Uh, other than that, it's been just a standard week. As I mentioned last week though, the planning, I planned in on my holiday and basically once I handed in my holiday to work, they put it all in the computer and a bit of a result because I've booked off like the day before bank holiday and the day after, we get, we get the bank holidays back. So because of the way it's all fallen, I've actually got another seven days to book in. So happy days. I will get my calendar open over the next few days and get them scheduled in and get that all booked in uh yeah it was quite a good quite a good reaction i got as i as i handed my holiday sheets in they kind of gave me this this look like what 
what's this? What's that? That's all my holiday for next year. And it felt really good to be be organised and um, whether you keep that holiday or you change it at a later date, it doesn't matter. It's just nice to have that plan in place and something to look forward to. All right, I'm going to leave it there because my throat, it's absolutely raging at the minute. For some reason, it's gone really sore all of a sudden. Have a nice cold glass of water and some ice and probably go and read my book for a little while before heading off to bed. All right, I hope you've all had a good Christmas anyway. and. I will see you all in the new year.